Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, you got a solid four minutes here. So uh, let me try to look up a theme song. Because I don't have a... Oh, there it is. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been Michael, Spiegel, Michael, Spiegel. Carl, Michael. Carl, not Spiegelman, Spiegelman. Carl, not Spiegelman, and I'm Carl, not Spiegelman. <laughs> I don't have a last name. I cut you short on that promo. I just said I, I wanted to, to keep it tight, and uh, I, I stepped on your line, but I'll be damned if I don't laugh every time I hear Carl, not Spiegelman on that promo. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Welcome. Uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm here with Carl, calling us from the East Coast. Yeah. And I'm also Not here people. in the studio. We have George the Smith from G Money and Something Show. Yeah, Wu-Sang in the, in the morning on Sunday morning. Yeah, 10 a.m. George, you have a show here. Uh, you, your show is... But I also engineer the happy hour. That's really my favorite. Oh, yeah. Part. We hang out on Fridays because I, I come in. I, I watch the door at 8 o'clock. We were Mutiny Radio uh, drones. Carl, you do shit over there, right? I do shit. Well, I mean, I do, I have, I'm pretty regular. When's but... the last time you picked up some flyers here at the studio and put them on and buses? <laughs> oh, I know. I, you know, you're right about that. You're right about that. But I don't eat. That's super cool. That is super cool. And you know, uh, the reason how Carl donated was uh, he went to pcrcollective.org, and that is our uh, our domain, and uh, it's accessible by miniradio.fm as well. And there's a donate button because f- donate five bucks from pay- via PayPal to us, and that would help us out. Not me personally. You could just give Carl and I. Uh, <laughs> you want to sponsor the show? How yeah. about that? <laughs> Contact us. Our uh, Twitter account is L W A F L M O Y T. 
And also, if you go to iTunes, that's what our show is listed. And we'd love for you to, to follow. Bread and Butter or the people will follow us. And we appreciate it. Hi, Carl. Okay, good. Hey, Carl's still there. So, uh, uh, yes. Yes, I, you dropped out for a moment, but here I am. Okay, sounds good. Well, we, we are uh, broadcasting this live, I should say, uh, as we do every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Left yeah. Coast, yeah. 5 p.m. Eastern Best Coast. That's a specific time. Yeah, that's right. I Pacific can't pronounce that. Time. Pacific. Pacific Coast. Uh, Pacific Rim. That, and that is a particular job. Uh, all right, so let me... Uh, <laughs> the Pacific Rim? I wanted my money back. I was like, this is uh, like family-friendly. It's not what I was It's like a regular rim. <laughs> what kind of job is this? Uh, it ain't a regular rim. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specific rim. Uh, this is a good way to start. So what we do on this show, the premise is that uh, I love movies and I've read about movies all my life and that's all I do. These weird movies, I just read about them. But thanks to YouTube, they're on YouTube. So let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We find some films that we have heard about and uh, what I do is I don't watch it. Carl watches it. Carl researches it and we watch it together. Although I will say, Carl, full disclosure, because it is a documentary, the Mm -hmm. worst movie to riff I did watch it beforehand because it's just you no did. way. Yeah, there's no uh-huh. way. Hey, well, uh, I, before, uh-huh. we, before we jump into the movie, I, I do want to put my bona fides on the table, Carl. I You know, just so you know, like I've worked in record stores and like movie places mm-hmm. and shit and like owned a, like a little record um, record slash movie rental place for a while. So I kind of got a little bit, a little bit of movie knowledge behind the back of my head. George, you know, I I grew up with MST3K. I I never even liked that fucking show, but like I like the movies that they would kind of show. You know what I mean? Like I'm, George, I, I have a wide array of mu- of like movie love. George and, like, is the knowledge. best kind so of person. I, He's been selling used video VHS copies yeah. of shitty movies to people like me, and God bless it. Because where else are you gonna find? Yeah, it? man. Where the fuck else are you gonna find Manos, The Hands of Fate, if not on some weird MST? <laughs> 3K version, right? Let's put. I have that on Where DVD, are you going to get actually. Hitman with Bernie Casey from? You well, know what you know saying? what's funny? I was down on Brennan Street in San Francisco uh, on Friday night, and I got really nostalgic because on Third Street was where the Tower Outlet, Tower, oh. Tower Records Outlet was. Tower go. Records. Tower yeah. Records Outlet has a table, and I've seen this in the Los Angeles Outlet store back, you know, in the day. Yeah. They would take out these tables, and then they would put video cassettes on them. Yeah. And they would, and you go through. That's how I found tracks. That's how I found a lot of fucking shit. And, yeah, man. Yeah, and it doesn't exist. I used to love just perusing the video store, yeah. man. Just looking at the racks and racks and racks of movies. Just like you'd see all kinds of different crazy covers and all kinds of really crazy kind of box, you know, any kind of box art and shit. It was just so much fun. People say that. you could BitTorrent anything now. Okay. You can, yeah, but that's so different. It, I, I thought that when they were, when they started doing it, I'm, like, I'm old enough to remember like BBS and my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, like I remember when the internet was BBS. So let alone fuck along, like you know, <laughs> I've been watching it get shittier and shittier the older I get, but like it's still, you know, it's still a free space as long as I jet pie gets to run it. The, the worst <laughs> part about my my electronic bulletin board nowadays is that I have to. You know, uh, use the phone at night because people use my the phone landline during the day. Carl, that joke didn't land. Uh, so let's uh, <laughs> let's keep going. I was trying to make a joke about 
dial up modems. Uh, so Carl Howe, uh, Carl not Spiegelman. Double shuffle into fucking Sorry. landline during the day was amazing though. Comedian, comedian Carl, <laughs> steam powered. Um, so what's the movie? Uh, okay, today Michael has chosen an excellent documentary. It's called Revolution. Yeah, that sounds cool. And on YouTube, you'll search for Revolution 1968. Okay, Revo. And you'll get two choices. That's uh, crazy. I'm going to look know, it up on my fucking The red phone. pill and the blue pill. I'm so into this. <laughs> I got a computer in front of me. For Tower Records on uh, West Broadway and Spring Street. And it was just like you guys said. Out front would be like videos and record bins and the choicest stuff was in there for like two ninety nine. Right. You know? Yeah. Miss it. Miss those days. Okay, so you should get Revolution nineteen sixty eight in parentheses, documentary nineteen sixty eight. And then it says Gonzo. I don't know why. Oh you want the Gonzo Club. version. Okay. <laughs> That's that version is like uh a couple minutes short than the other one, but honestly it just drags, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I didn't watch, Revolution nineteen sixty eight yeah. documentary K. Williams. Right. I recommend I can't even say it, S G Oh it's O-L-O-W-K-A. like L O W K A. it looks like first initial last name, so S Go Go Awaka. Go Loka. Go Loka. Yeah, know, go, like, go loca. What? the Spanish for crazy bitch. <laughs> the gonzo fucking one. All right, so here's the gonzo version. So 1968, documentary, yeah. 1968, gonzo, summer of love, which was in click 1967. Click on that let's buffer. Okay, so yeah, click on it, and the moment you start seeing crap, hit the pause button and let it buffer. Do you want to know the difference between I love how you call sometimes these fucking things movies, movies, because they're not movies. For my money, a movie has to be 90 minutes. (laughs) So it's always funny when you run into these like 87 minute movies and 85, 76 minute movies. Is that a movie? Carl and I have a. We have a credo here on the show. An hour or less, delightful. <laughs> That's not a movie. Now we're just talking television. No, we uh, the, sh- the shortest movie we've done. I'm just kidding. And you can find all shorts. of this. I'm so buffering, Carl. Uh, if you go to 11 minutes? That's why we're chit-chatting. No, I would say uh, the elephant getting electrocuted. Electrocuting an elephant oh, was like right, one right. minute. That and thir- was a movie. Is that yeah. a movie? That counts as a movie. Well, 16 millimeter. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking Thomas Edison film. It was, you know. Yeah. So if you want to watch uh, Electrocuting an Elephant from 1903 or whatever, uh, which or any of the movies that we've been I doing mean, yeah, in, the year. In, in theory, yes, it's a movie. Yes, yeah, it is a movie. Anything There's a beginning, film, middle, and Any moving image really is a movie. You know, the thing about that movie is that... <laughs> so yes, it counts. But you, I mean a movie by general terms. I usually call it 90 minutes. If I'm, I mean a movie if I'm spending $12 to go to the movie theater... It better be 90 minutes from oh, kicking no, somebody in the ass. The Mystery Science Theater, Mystery Science Theater no, your movie. your point is well taken, George. Yeah. No, but the Mystery Science Theater movie, movie is 90 minutes. The Mystery Science movie, uh, That's Science all I'm movie saying. 3000, was about 60 minutes theatrical. I remember, and I, it, saw, I was I mad when I seen it in the run, theater. Run, Lola, Run is maybe about 72 I minutes. It, I saw that in the movie theater. I'll tell you something I, about I Run, Lola, Run before out. we start this movie. I was at the Sunday Punchline <laughs> Showcase. 
I went next door to the movie house, saw Run Lola Run, and came back and went up to the guy and said, well, can I get on? He's like, well, we'll still see. So I actually went and saw a movie mm-hmm. and came back. All right, so uh, <laughs> what else? Well, two quick things. That's you, a good one. That's one that, that, that'll do it. You, uh, just two quick things. Uh, I forgot what one point is, but definitely go to our website. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. It has all the movies we're talking about that we've cool. uh, done, Carl and I have done over the year. Over a year. Over the years. Okay, so uh, Carl, I think we're ready, right? Yeah, I'm all all buffered up, and I hope you guys are I'm all buffered up. Okay, so this is how we're going to do this. We hope that you can find this copy on YouTube, and I hope you have it paused at zero zero, and you got that commercial with the buff guy telling you about your diet out of the way, and we are going to go ahead and click play. Uh, Why don't you count us down, George? In three, two, one, click. Click. All right, so... Roar! Got that weird bat ass end of an MGM logo. <laughs> I didn't hear that roar though. <laughs> me neither. I just saw the ass end of the uh, MGM logo. Oh, so let me. I could actually make this bigger. I, I got it right here. I got oh, it on my right. phone. But I can watch it with you on both fucking screens. I got it. So we're watching. By the way, Carl, I have seen this. This woman is sleeping in Golden Gate Park, and yeah. uh, it's the last scene of the movie as well. So it's the Finnegan Wake of uh, hippie yeah, documentaries. Comes right, around. comes right around. Featuring Today Malone. What a great name. Oh, Today talks forever in this movie. That's a great <laughs> name, though. Today Malone. Well, wouldn't you like to hear the history? By the way, Thomas J. Cahill, Chief of Police, is in this movie, and he's a notorious Quick Silver Messenger guy. Service. Of course. This, oh, wow, that's the movie. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a lot of bands in this movie. Yeah, well, you Country know. Country Joe, Steve Miller... Include, yeah, Steve Miller Band had just formed. It has to. So he was a dick from the start, right? He wasn't like, we're mind blowers. And then, then like a couple years later, he's the last surviving member. He's like, no, we're having a band. It's my fucking band. I'm a jazz. (laughs) Look at this stupid shot. That's just really stupid. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just flip the film and then we'll put credits under it. Go fuck off. <laughs> oh, so we're watching we're watching a little montage of hippies and we Jerry have some hippie uh, I don't know uh, fonts for our opening credits. This is a documentary, man. Uh, opening recording by Mother, Mother Earth. Earth. <laughs> she must have needed the money. That's beautiful. Did you know Mother Earth uh, Moonlights? Mother Earth does two songs, uh, does three songs in this. There's also Quicksilver Messenger Service, another band that, like, you've only heard their name. Look at this guy freak out. This guy is freaking out. It's Ginsburg. No, it's a Ginsburg wannabe. Oh, wow. No, that was fucking Ginsburg. You think that is Ginsburg? For sure. That's why they're showing him, isn't it? Well, I don't know if it's a Ginsburg look at or those Ginsburg glasses. Look-alike. Those are Ginsburg's glasses. That's what, Ginsburg. One thing I noticed about this movie, uh, and Carl, you have seen this, is that it just focuses on Golden Gate Park and the Upper Haight. There's no shots of, say, the Castro District during the 1967, uh, cool. or Hunters Point, or any like other part right. of the city. Uh, Fillmore no, no, District. You're right. Yeah. That's it's Golden cool. Gate Park, and it's even limited there. It's Hippie Hill, right. and it's Panhandle. Yes. And then you have Haight Ashbury. Which, what's your opinion? It. What's your opinion on Haight Ashbury, Carl? Well, I mean, I love San Francisco, guys. Don't get me wrong, but I hate Ashbury. <laughs> this, that joke is the reason why we're doing this movie today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm fucking tripping hippie love out. Oh, jeez. I love this time. 
time. You know, I, there was uh, not many periods in history, except for things like poets in France and the uh, Enlightenment, 1600s. Yeah. Not many periods in history in which it's all about love. That is rare. Well, I mean, it's a youth cult movement, too, and we have tons. Those are dime a dozen. Well, I'll give you one weird one in the weird 90s. When everybody was going to raves and shit. Were you a hyphy? Did you ever go to hyphy uh, stuff? I don't know what that means. I just know when in the. I mean, there's all, there's Area always thing. a subculture of people yeah. always being blissed out. Which you know what I mean. Did you go to raves in the nineties? No, my friends did. I didn't. I I'm, to I'm, I'm too raves. much of a nerd. Yeah, this is. Uh, I'll be a honest p- with you. No, I'm sorry. I mean, a pussy. Well, we're we're watching <laughs> Notorious Hippie Hill where. Comedy yes. Day in the Park happens, uh, and Shannon Meadows crosses way. They changed the name, right? Isn't it now like Robin Williams Meadows or some shit like that? Yeah, it's a, yeah some shit. They like changed that. it around. Uh, it's a little early to. It's a little early to pay tribute to him. Well, they've already. Oh, this guy's got serious opinions here. Okay, so we're we're watching a bunch of. By the way, this is the first time I've seen hippies on Hippie Hill not massively smoking pot. Uh, thanks to the holiday 420, all the kids go to where we're looking at now and fucking, uh, ma- you know, aggressively smoke. And they, yeah. they block traffic. I mean, you, things crawl to a uh, halt so all these kids could get to the park. No it's one's- always funny to see somebody be this fucking self-serious about anything. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, man, I'm really serious about blank. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, are they fucking getting into it. <laughs> I love it. It's a lot of fun. You know? Look at this, brother. Whatever that was there. He was just talking about leaving Chicago and leaving all the... And then he whatever goes, that uh, was Whatever, there. yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, I got some buffering issues. So we're just watching the hippies in Golden Gate Park. And the cops are there. You know, Carl, I've mentioned this before. Uh, oh, man, my, my, my thing is slowing hey, man, down. I'm grinding there. to a halt. Okay, should I pause? Uh, I mean, yeah, okay, let me... I have paused for a moment, and I'm at 510. Okay, hang on a sec. Let me... Uh, why don't we... Go ahead and pause that, George. You sure? Yeah. Guys, we're going to pause. We're going to pause. We'll, we'll pause in three seconds, all right? We'll pause in three, two, one. Pause. All right, let's see what's going on here. Thanks. Pause. Now, are you guys stuck on 420? Because that's uh, okay. I wish. Yeah, I wish. I'm stuck on like 530. <laughs> okay, 530? So I'm behind you. Oh, okay. Wait, you're behind us. You're behind us at 430. You're actually at wow, 420. To, yeah, we're at 531. Way to grind this to a halt, Mike Spiegelman. Um, let me go ahead and uh, I'm going to watch this off of uh, George's phone. I have my phone, too. I might as well okay. set it up, so too. I'm, I'm at 521 now. Okay, that sounds good. So if everyone in the audience... up. We are going to all sync up, up at 521. And I'm going to get my phone going, too. So I will leave mine at 531 oh. until Rebel everybody is caught up with me. <laughs> Mike, let's, let's go to 531, Mike. 531. Okay, 531. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a live show, and uh, we are using YouTube. This is the Revolution 1968 documentary, Gonzo Summer. We're going to be at 531. Okay, so i got to get this thing. On MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio. In beautiful. San Francisco, California. Yeah. Wait a minute. So uh, yeah, how? and your district is my mission. My it's my favorite. It's where I've been living. This is, the, this is the only place I've lived in this city since I've lived here, and I've lived here for quite a few years now. Wow. How many years? Shit. Uh, since like 09. So what year is it? Wow. Oh, that's six, good. Six, that's almost eight, eight years, seven years. There you go. 
Okay. I got to tell you, they say Mission Impossible. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to find this fast because you're driving me crazy. All right, here we go. So 521. I got some cru- uh, crustola Oh, there talking. it is right there. It's perfect. That's it. That, All right. I was just watching count, that. Count, count, count. Oh, wait. Snap. It just passed me, the one on the TV, but it's all fucking okay. broken. No, the TV's broken. <laughs> fucking assholes. Shit. I knew there was trouble when we were trying to... Uh, you know what's really... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what's really weird is once in a while when I watch fucking YouTube on my phone because, like, goddamn, I get Metro PCS, right? Yeah. At the end of the month when, like, I guess they have some arbitrary number where, like, well, you know, we might have to slow down your time, right? You know, because you're over X amount of numbers, millibytes or whatever the fuck, right? I'm like, okay, fine. But in every single YouTube song I play, they it always breaks twice. Like, it breaks, it, like, just put, like, a weird halt, and then, like, it's back reloading. Even though the song is completely filled up, and then, like, it'll stop again. And then it continues like this weird record skip that you Toronto. can just you it's can yeah isn't it crazy but you can yeah. you can fucking I know when it's coming and when you hear it then you know you're getting a second one too it's the weirdest thing it's just like this weird record we, skip I'm ready can we do five thirty one yeah I got I have it on five thirty one we got uh, it yeah by the way I should mention George, George has been here in the studio and hasn't. <laughs> I'm just ad-libbing while we're getting the yeah, fucking right, so, okay. shit together, All right, man. ladies and gentlemen, we're at 531. Uh, we're I'm gonna... ready. All right, we're going to count it down? Yes. In three, two, one. Let's play it. All right. <laughs> so we got some hippies dancing in the park. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Carl, one of the things I, I noticed, uh, you know, I talked about this before. Silent movies were all shot in parks. You know the the guy who steals the kidnaps the girl or the For the sure. lovers. It's all parks. So when I see a movie that takes place in a park, it reminds me of silent movies. You see the globe they've got. Yeah, there? they got a big bouncy globe and all the kids. Now and the we hippies. went on to see that in concerts. You know they throw it around. You know very lightweight. Right. And I uh, I don't know if it started here, but but there it is. Do you think throwing a beach ball at concerts came from this hippie thing? I'm sort of asking you. Oh, this guy's good. Now, yeah, this, I like this guy, guy is from The Digger. It's a free store. You just go in there yeah. and take. Uh, it, it's part of the free food program. They they wouldn't charge. They'd get donations. And then anybody who was hungry could come in there and, and, and other things, too, other items. It's just a very good spirit. Uh, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Somebody's paying, but lots of hippies got free lunch. Yeah, it's um the free store was on Hay Ashbury on Hay Street, and it's it's definitely a famous place. You can see it in the movie Psych Out with uh, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson, the Roger Corman. Film. Oh right, yeah, that was a good film. Yeah, uh, was, that, was that the one with the um, the deaf girl and they were looking for her? Yeah, I think so. It was uh, uh it's a famous character actor who who played the young girl. Uh, uh, Lee Strasberg. Uh, Strasberg. Do you remember star. Quantum Leap? Sure. That well, I, guy was in. Wait, it. wait, 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 wait. Quantum Leap, the TV show, or the time yeah. of Quantum Leap? Do you remember show. the time we Quantum Leap and we? we no, I don't. We uh, heard someone screaming reality. and we we woke up days and we looked in the mirror and we were a completely different person. That was crazy mm-hmm. shit. I don't remember that. That was a different. <laughs> I've got all five fingers back, man. Okay, so we're back. In, oh, here's the children's. Uh, Playground. This is the country's oldest playground. 
and they've completely redid it. And I, I should add someone. Oh shit! So I those, used to love look at this. This like fucking that. roller coaster in the park. I thought yeah. that was Playland. I was telling Molly, my daughter, that there was a roll. I saw a roller coaster in 1969, and they have a, like a, a cable car. And then, of course, the fucking hippies are fucking in the playground. Parents like me are like, get the fuck today, off. When today is on the um, swing, I love it because she's got to take her mini skirt and cover up her bush because <laughs> it keeps blowing off. We're know? listening. We're listening to today talk. Her name is today, and don't worry, she'll explain why. Oh, One, by the painting. way, you shouldn't underestimate the fun of a just a regular old-fashioned this, this swing. Carousel, this carousel is still around, this merry-go-round. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, the cat uh, horse that she climbs over is still is still there. But all the, oh, the that horse, columns, that those columns, you see are that sweet. cat there on the right? Yeah. She's going to climb. By the way, you cannot fucking do that nowadays. Uh, that's the, it's still there. This yeah. is still here. Yep, yep, 50 yep, years yep, later. Yep, yep. Well, that cat's going round. <laughs> that cat's looking up her skirt right now. Yeah, geez, we're all looking up her fucking skirt oh, right sure. now. She's kind of weird. Out, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite band, Bush? <laughs> Boy, that's her a name weird... is Louise, by That's the a wild-ass no. outfit to put her on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as a movie maker, you were supposed to be like, hey, guy, we're, all we're going to do tonight, girl, is just look up your fucking twat, basically. Because, oh, like, no, why no. else would you dress her in this in 1968? No, 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 this is her. Oh, this guy. Fuck this off. Guy was, um, There's no his- fucking way if she knew that uh, every shot was going to be from under the horse, I that she would just be cool. wearing basically <laughs> all cool. white. <laughs> All right, well, it's going to be hard to convince George otherwise, obviously, but... I'm so, I'm, hey, Stone, look, bring an argument. Is, I'll buy it. <laughs> his name is uh, Jack O'Connell, right? Okay. And I saw an interview about him making this film. He, he did a reboot of this film in the 90s, and we get to see uh, Today as an old hippie. Oh, an old interesting. Lady. Okay. So well, it's, it's what Today is an old lady. No, she is... Yeah, she's yesterday. She, um... All I'm trying to say is this Jack O'Connell had the purest heart. He was not trying to exploit this woman and look up her dress. I, I'm sure. I, I believe you. I believe you. But it just happened to work out so nice. We, we didn't. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't say no. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know what? You know what's kind of fucked up? <laughs> if I fucking film you with this camera and like you're just kind of all dressed in white, like basically, I can hey, guys, see your can next three on? children. Can we please fucking anyway, move on. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just joking around. Okay. I'm now, just now she was paid to do this film. I mean, documentary. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm just joking. I don't care. Oh, let's move on. I'm okay. sorry. So they paid. I her? guess she was paid, and I was just joking. Like you know. Carl, they paid this uh, interviewee? I wouldn't yeah, think was so. Paid, she was paid $200 a week, approximately. And she got a free trip to France out of it. She got what? to go to the Cannes, Cannes Film Festival to okay, help promote the movie. Oh, yeah. Now, this movie was not shown at Cannes, even though it was supposed to be. Cannes hey, Film Festival, 1968. This is, listen to this, Carl. Carl, I Oh, no, it, I missed it. The guy before kind of nails it. He just basically says there's a lot of trust fund kids, a lot of kids, rich kids here. Yes, and they have the funds to come here, right. Right, which I is like a that. big beef, like, because uh, 
they still uh, they still come. Kids still come because of this legacy, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are they're all practically homeless. A lot of them are living on the streets, and for whatever reason, yeah. you're still living on the streets. So the the ends don't you know. Even though there's money in your pocket, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you could say, "Oh, that's a trust safarian," or you could say, "There's a kid sleeping on the street." Trust I mean, safarian, very yeah. good. Anthony Edwards is gonna play that guy with the mustache in the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I hate Ashbury. <laughs> so anyway, the Cannes Film Festival, right, in 1968, there were student riots, student riots against capitalism in France, and political leaders feared a civil war or revolution. Now, I know that sounds paranoid, but come on, France has been through it, right? <laughs> so the film was withdrawn from the Cannes Film Festival because it was too incendiary for the time they felt. That's so, so weird. Played. It was too soon for France to do a film called Revolution. Yeah. The same fucking institution that like gave like an award for like Deep Throat. <laughs> I don't think Cannes Film Festival. Don't forget the years, the order of years here. I'm just saying, right? If you give a fucking award for Deep Throat, no you can't give an award. Revolution. No, there was. A, what, if you look, festival? look it up. There, I that can't. Fucking, my phone. I'm watching a movie. Okay, well, look, look it up on the TV. That's broken, <laughs> right? <laughs> no shit. Like the goddamn uh, Deep Throat won like something from the Cannes Film Festival. When Believe you, say you deep me. Throat one, you, deep, deep Throat. Deep as a throat is your throat is a throat. Deep Throat. <laughs> oh, I know that song. Deep as a throat, not like a goat. Deep Throat. <laughs> Not like a joke. By it's the way, a throat. Deep Throat is the worst movie I've ever seen in my it's life. It's awful. It is bad. Yeah. It's terrible, but it won an award. It, beca- it, well, it created a whole genre. I promise you. That's why it's so weird. That's why I wouldn't bring it Pornography's up. Pornography's been around before, but it made it popular, and it's just disgusting right. out of all the movies. It paved the way. And then when Devil and Mrs. Jones came out, yeah. That's everyone a great said, movie. oh, this is That's a, a great regular one. thing. We could do this now. Yeah, I think he made that first. You know what's also kind of interesting is that um, I'm still I'm a Maryland Chambers behind the green door fan. Well, San Francisco, yeah, in the house. You Carl, know, can I tell I you my, rope, can I tell you guys my rope, joke rope, while we're watching hippies boys. dancing? Uh, people say that the vintage porn that the stories are good, but I find Weird. them disgusting. Yeah, uh, because uh, uh, for example, like the most famous San Francisco hip, uh, porn movie is Behind the Green Door. And mm-hmm. the story is this guy's having breakfast in the San Francisco diner, and these two brothers, the Mitchell brothers, come over, and they sit down next to him, and they say, um, uh, hey, man, you won't believe this show we saw, this burlesque show last night. This woman from the audience got on stage, and these nuns ate her out, and these four guys fucked her, and then she had an orgy with the trapeze artist. I mean, that's disgusting. The guy's trying to eat breakfast. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This fucking conversation's meandered so far. No, I said up front. I I just started looking down at the movie. It looks. I was like, well, how far are we? We're like thirteen. We're just watching hippies dance. Yeah, we're like fourteen minutes in. I still don't know exactly. Is is this actually a movie? Is anybody doing anything? Carl, what time are you? What time are you on right now? Okay, so I'm at fourteen forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, fourteen forty-nine. Can you tell me when you get to 55, 57, I mean? Okay. Five, six, seven. Great. Okay. I'm watching on the big TV now. So now, what, what, now what, what, tell me when we this, start. The point of this film uh, is very much in the day. It's just to be there. And they're really, I mean, she's gonna. there's going to be a lot of hippie talk, but they don't have a point, you know? The documentary right. was just to show um, the hate. 
at the time. Okay. Because, see, I couldn't hear the blonde guy, and he was talking at the camera for like three fucking minutes, and I didn't hear He was hear talking shit. about Utopia. A lot of them are... Uh... Right. Is that what he was talking about? Well, there, there, a lot of them are saying... They're just trying to say, like, uh, you know, the world has hang-ups, and we're trying to get past that here, and this scene... This guy was at the right place at the right, right time. Absolutely. This scene does get ugly in 69, you know, and it kind of dies. Well, you know, a lot of this, like, we were talking about raves. When I went to raves or just shows in San Francisco, they would do these psychedelic light shows. And I always hope it's the same guys from the 60s that did it then. Like, these cats that were doing it for this movie stayed in San Francisco and proceeded to... uh, (laughs) Break out their old... uh, Yeah. Well, that's where the tradition comes from. Yeah. Like, because they would do these psychedelic light shows at a rave. And I'm like, these guys have to be fucking hippies. Look Old at hippies. her. She's into it. Which now. was weirdly, as far as I, as far as I understand, Zig that Zag was Man. brought over from the Velvet Underground oh. and the exploding plastic inevitable, right? Right. That was like the Andy yeah. Hall, the, Andy, Andy Warhol Andy traveling light fucking rock and roll show. Well, Ken Casey was the Velvet Underground with the exploding plastic inevitable. Therefore, opening up all the whole fucking West Coast, every goddamn light show you think of. So Boom. this is nice to see a revolutionary <coughs> film from San Francisco that doesn't bring up tech. <laughs> oh, okay, today? here we're going to hear some philosophy if you want to listen. Yeah, let me see if I can get this going. Oh, I have it on mute. <laughs> oh, that's Ten guys in Roswell, <laughs> the local freaks, that got together and rented a house. And um, we were all there one night. Uh, and the police have been watching all of us because we were the only weird people in the town and we were kind of easy to spot, I guess. And they've been watching the house constantly. And Roswell, one by night, five of us were in one bedroom. That's where I landed. Down in a bed, stoned. And about ten kids were downstairs listening to music and running around. And cool story, bro. And walks through the door. <laughs> and, uh... That's fucking we asked what rude. They were there for, and they said, just shut up and sit down. We're searching your house. This poor and lady. They had a search warrant. They said, shut up and sit down. Good we're story, your bro. House. And Go so they were frisking everyone and running around, and half of the policemen were just standing around, not oh. knowing what to do, and they were yawning because they were gotten up so If late. I was director, I'd be like, speed it and up. It was Get to, to the point. <laughs> is there, there's a point to this story, right? No, what's really great about this movie is we got fucking. And time to murder. <laughs> so tell the whole fucking story if you please, please. So, be so, knees if you got. Tell oh, me what your boyfriend was wearing. So here's okay. a little bit of irony. She was trying to make a point in which she was saying, everyone's so uptight in my hometown, even though there were kids who were freaking out. There, it was just, you know, that's why I came here because. There wouldn't be the man on my back. That's what she was trying to say. I'm in. No, I get her message. Yeah. So the, the I shoe just store, fell off when. <laughs> I should mention this shoe store, and is I think it just recently closed, but it's been around mm-hmm. the, on Hate Street, Upper Hate for a while, and they're showing a ironic justification of bare feet uh, walking by behind his shoes. And here's the notes they post saying, "Dear hippies, uh, we love you. Our heart aches for you. Daddy is not disgraced, and neither are you." Discuss uh, it. We love you. Sign everybody. Well, that's sad. That still happens today. You still see signs like that. And that shoe pho- store has legs. Hey, is that a Photoshop uh, picture of the president with a joint? <laughs> if, if we did a, a storefront that sold photos, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so all these are all the signs, all hippie music plays. 
You know, I, I, I should take it back. Oh, clean street. Oh, look, there's a Hell's Angel dude, a fucking vole, a rat. tiger. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. There's a free hippie. That there's a pink poodle. There's a fucking monkey. This is why upper hate uh, hasn't changed. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, that poster crap. stinks. The trust poster. Yeah. So weak. I forgot. I forgot about that goddamn thing. Oof. We know that that uh, cross they showed is the free clinic, which the, the movie does talk. Yeah. What's up with all yes, the monkeys, man? Well, when that monkey poops, it reaches pieces. That's what I'm saying. What's <laughs> up with all the monkeys, man? Oh, Carl. they make it look like it's a thing. Now this is the hate, of course. It's the other location, not in Golden Gate Park. Right. This is the other location. I can recognize this kind of. Yeah, I know that corner. That's Hate Ashbury. You know, you see how all these cars are really kind of tricked out with those weird paint jobs? Yeah. What's really cool is I actually seen a new company that actually does that shit for, like, Hispanic people and shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's your, like, silver and fucking, like, that, like, a Mayan-looking shit. Well, you you know, know, like, kind of all over your car, like, graffiti-wise. That's the brief moment in this film you where buy it, it leaves the hate and shows the other part of San Francisco, which I is like the, the car. I like my man's hat. Yeah, the car culture in San Francisco has been around forever. Partially because the weather's so nice, you can have a vintage car. So uh, they just kind of show a glimpse but of you that. Remember, like, the climate. The climate yeah, is so nice. There's no rock salt on the ground either. Do you remember how Janice's fucking bug had like that full paint job, right? That's the kind of thing, but they're just doing it in Mayan. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool, man. To like Instead of like having that regular boring fucking gray car... What's the difference, right? Like, it's not like the fucking dirt looks, you know what I mean? You know, I think it looked cooler on your fucking weirdly specked out car for your wife. Why not, like, have like a whole society full of like weirdo We're on a fucking 20- Mayan cars? <laughs> I, I think I've been playing Super Mario uh, Odyssey sailors. too much. Hello, sailors. <laughs> uh, so we've been following today, right? Oh, this fucking guy. Uh, everyone here is like these fucking guys. Look, they've got. He's got a kid. Yeah, he's the adult in the room. So look, and the people are sitting on cars. Uh, one thing about the hate is that they had a sit lie law, right? Okay, this guy. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh you, yeah, Mike. let's let's see. You might want to look physical this guy. environment a that is an effect or reversion. But he is for the hippies, believe it or not. To one that's, uh, goes back, let's well, he's ex- he's explaining it to me. Am I missing something? We're on uh, 21. Uh, we're on 2204. Good, perfect. Me too. Okay. His hairstyle is so weird. Oh, look at all these park benches. They took those park benches out because people would lie down and sleep on it like they're in the 80s. So they have to put, see the old man. They have to put these partitions. No, they would put partitions on the uh, long park benches, like little armrests, so they would break it up so people can't sleep on it. Uh, he really is swamped and charmed case, himself. History in which, um, uh-huh. The young chap Talking has about been drugs, in man. I just want the guy to go, well, we have one case. Will you fucking shut that fucking flute up? Uh, <laughs> Stop fucking playing flute over my shoulder. I'm trying to fucking talk in a documentary. Goddamn shit, hippie. Sorry, I lost my cool. And, uh, now, look, Mike, I got to point out that in 1968, these hippies were very fresh. You know, yeah. in 1971, you might be going, shut up, you flute fuck. Oh, I think I would say shut up, you flute fuck, in 67. The summer of love would be summer of shut the fuck up. 
Shut up, you no, fucks. if you so were funny. back in the day, you'd be like, "What are all these people freaking out for?" Oh, right. That's really not. This is a society of love, and we can love each other, and we can sleep with each other. Yeah, man. But it should be couples only. You so actually, that's Mike. You 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 watched you did. it before. I did watch there was it, yeah. the couples only. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, here's today. She's selling a hippie newspaper. Thirty-five cents. No, no, she's selling drugs, but they're hidden in the paper. Thirty-five cents. Thirty-five cents. For a joint? Thirty-five cents. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's money has increased tenfold since '66. Well, they must do dime bags and nickel bags, right? That's too. By the way, this liquor store, but Carl, the architecture of San Francisco still remains. Like you mm-hmm. notice, the marble wall with the windows—it's a different store by now, but it still exists. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. when we see the interiors, we're going to see like a classic San Francisco building with the white walls, with the par- partition in the middle of it, and the fireplace and shit like that. So uh, I just—it's uh, fascinating to watch because some of this architecture is no longer exists, and others is just blaringly still there. It's the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. As fucking cops. <laughs> you know what's really funny though is the opening of the bit with the blonde lady selling the papers is super funny because everybody's gonna buy a fucking paper from a blonde lady. It's like you know it's a at paper. the time it must have seemed like the weirdest fucking social experiment or something. You know, like why is this blonde woman handing me a newspaper into my window? It had to be the weirdest shit in well, we, 1968. We were, just, we were just saying that she's selling drugs for 35 cents in the newspaper. Yeah, and it's it's still, it still doesn't make any sense. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care how so drug-addled you think she is. It's still weird. Cover this is the free clinic the now. Yeah. And it was kind of a good, good, in good spirit. Oh, it's a beautiful. It still exists, Carl. It's one of the best things in San Francisco. Is the uh, Haight Ashbury Free Clinic. Yeah. If you need any kind of sexual uh, stuff, uh, you can go there. I I twisted my leg really bad. And I, I couldn't afford a doctor, so I went in there. I like cobbled up. I got. I was wearing boots, and I crossed Market Street, and my boot heel got stuck in the rail of the uh-huh. uh, of the F line, and I was stuck in Market Street you in the middle know. of traffic. So I pulled it out, and I really sprained my uh, my leg. And I went to the free clinic because I lived in the Upper Haight at the time. And I lived in this neighborhood. And the guy was like, you know, we mostly deal with, like, uh, uh, venereal diseases. <laughs> you should go to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, we don't have ankle experts. Yeah. <laughs> well, if your dick works with your ankle. Now, like I was telling you before, they rebooted this in the 1990s. But yeah. they ran into complications that slowed it down because... The owners of the 1985 feature film Revolution starring Al Pacino <laughs> were like, oh, no, you don't. Oh, wait, Revolution. Was that the Berlini uh, movie? I think, I, no, it was 1900. And then you might Revolution. be thinking of The Mission by oh. with Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah. Thinking of everything but. But no, Revolution's oh. all, that's a little different. Fucking hip. Guy, who, so who he renamed it to the Hippie Revolution, and he was able to release it in '96. Okay, so it was also slowed what? down because he had like a car crash. Oh. But you get to see today Malone. Her name is Louise, by the way. Okay, uh, as a grown-up, and oh, interesting. Uh, it's interesting what to hear her now. With this shit. 
Oh yeah, they're playing the the harmonica. Oh, <laughs> no oh, shit. Is because right. we're on twenty seven oh two. These people here believe in are the same things that I believe in, and and love and beautiful things, natural things. Yeah, this guy, he, you know, I mean, let's call it what it is. He's Go wearing a three piece suit. He's oh. got nicely long hair <laughs> and a beard and uh, very stylized. You know, he could fit in in any kind of youth culture if it was, you know. He can go know. fuck himself. I'm sure the guy's And the underage kids, he's fucking trying to fuck with them. No, I, I don't agree, George, at all. I, I'm I joking. This guy, no, you might be joking, but th- that person you're talking about exists. But yeah, I mean, I, really I see him right he's... there. He has a nice beard. He seems like a very nice man. <laughs> he still seem like a What I'm trying heart. to say is, I've... he's. I think he's pure heart. I think he's a 22-year-old who's like, come to this place where everybody's freaking out, and he thinks, I found my place, you know? Give him huh. a couple years. But, okay, okay, now we're we seeing a yeah. cocktail party of kind of uh, middle class, I'm not part of your culture. No, these are, the original, these are original San Francisco hipsters. I'm behind they, everybody. I'm just very... watching him. Because remember, everybody was following me, then everybody jumped ahead of the actual shit. So these, I'm just still... these two people have gone through the World War II with the, with the city. Okay, here we are. I think I'm with camps, you. Yeah, I'm with they've, you. They've gone through beatniks. I love They're her hair. jaded San Francisco. I love her earrings. I love her lipstick. I, well, I, I will. I will. People, re- yeah. These people are the judges. These people are not part of the hippie movement. Right. They're at a cocktail party, right. and they're talking about, except for two individuals, they're talking about how bad it is that uh, everybody else looks like. But I, like I also weird think. True. I also think that they're cynical San Francisco. Fucked up hair. Yeah. I also he think, don't like them. <laughs> yeah. He does not. But like that them. natural lady was so graceful and smart. But these are these are Look like San Francisco Tino, hipsters. Meat yeah, they are. Yeah, they're like um, if there was such a thing as, as a yuppie in its day. They're yeah, young urban. Prof- she's not young. Urban professionals at a cocktail party and they're bragging on the hippies, except for two individuals. We'll see. But I think it's like they got burnt out by the beatniks, and they got burnt out with internment camps, and they got burnt out with World War II, and that they nothing really. Oh, so here we go. We got like street mines. Wait, I guess we'll go back to the cocktail party uh, well right now we're watching this guy uh, out in, doing a mime show or something and he's tearing down society it's a wee bit windy out there <laughs> there's this Macy's across there this is Union Square right yes or no it's still the park it's just it's a park uh, I get, no but it's, it's still no it's I think it's Golden Gate Park no, it is. It is, and this is a um, uh, mock stage, and he's talking well, maybe, about. Who knows? Who gives a shit? It's in a just a general park. That's what's kind of out. No, about it's it. Golden Gate Park. Oh, you might well, be yeah, trying to back. It I didn't mean, look like Golden Gate this, Park to me. It looked like something off a of fucking Union Square. To that's me, what I because I saw the Macy's sign. I saw a sign that said that's Macy's. What I'm yeah, saying. that's why. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it looked yeah. like Golden Gate oh, Park. Oh, you're right. I'm, so I'm when you called, it. I was like, oh shit, I don't know. You know more about the city than I do. No, I'll just demure to you. I moved here in... Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but when I see this shot, it looks like Golden Gate Park. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, look behind him. That's no Macy's Park bullshit. I like the wind in this. I'm being a hypocrite because I hate wind in movies. There wouldn't be a lump like that back there. Yeah, right. That's like a tree stunt lump. Or maybe That's a not in Macy's. That's a bag. That's that cat's bag or something. Yeah, it's around. somebody's some schmush. Look at this guy. Hey... I'm in the camera. He's the an actor, and he's explaining how they... How do you like that they... tan line across his nose from his glasses? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's he explaining? 
Oh, it's just how they don't make a lot of funny. money. They just make a little bit. They don't charge. And, you know, he's just talking about his life as an actor. I think and I'm why trailing you again now. Shit. All right. I'll tap it. I got to get... Yeah, we're like so weirdly... We're like in Echo Land. If I go ten forward, if oh, I go really? ten ahead, yeah, I'm too far. Here, I'm already done. I'm, I'm trying to talk way back here. All right, sounds good. We're watching more hippie stuff. Yeah. So this is uh, that's the People's Cafe, that red building right there on Haight Street. Uh, right, and today talks about how they began to charge money for you just to come in and sit down. Okay. Because people would come in and order a cup of coffee, and they weren't making any money because it was just a place to hook up and meet. Right. That's been a big now issue. This, yeah. Shoe repair. Shoe repair. Yes, and but they're all, they all don't have shoes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this film recently surfaced in Manhattan. It was uh, in August. They had <laughs> it at so the. Um, her fucking that her over talk is so funny. Well, she's talking about why she's changing her name to today because she met a girl named Monday. My man. Right. She met a girl named Monday. I'm with her too. It's not like we're against her on this. Hey, you know what? I met Monday, and yeah, I agree oh, with Garfield. Please, hasn't met a cool ass Monday chick. That's the best. That's you know, nice rainy days clever. and Mondays always get me down. <laughs> That's like the that nice good, yeah. Look, they're saying they're, they're sitting the on top of a tree. Like, this guy just blew someone in the bathroom. The fucking bubble bathroom. Yeah, so she changed her name from Luis to today. And I, I do want to see the revolution now, uh, Hippie Revolution, then and now. Yeah, Hippie one. Revolution. You can find it on YouTube, and you can find just her cut if you're only interested oh, yeah, in that. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm definitely not interested in this guy. This is the guy who inspired Animal House's scene where Bluto smashes the <laughs> fucking... Oh, look. Oh, his song was terrible. Yeah. You, yeah, go give, give people just a minute What do you mean? You gave me a love on oh, fucking okay. cherry or whatever. I saw a swastika. Hey, I saw a guy with a swastika tattoo on his head today. I love it all. <laughs> yeah, audience, sing along if you know the words. And then I went to the payphone. I put my hand and got some coins. I sold up the operator. And I said, Stacy, I said, get me Klondike number five. And she said, that will be two cents because pot cost 35 cents back then. So a telephone call must be two cents. Right? Jesus Christ. That's nickel. Well, the weed's got to be shitty. Oh, you know, they don't do weed right. here. They Stems just... and seeds. So, oh, so we're back at the playground. I, I want to bring something up. So the, Cal- the, the San Francisco has uh, the country's first children's playground called the Children. Oh, this is fucking Herb Kane, isn't it? This guy here, I yeah. believe, is Herb no, Kane. No, that's Herb Kane speaking. Yeah. Yeah. This is this guy is a famous uh, San Francisco famous. Uh, columnist. They named the street after him. He passed yeah. away maybe seven or eight years ago. He was a San Francisco Examiner. Uh, yeah. No, no, no Chronicle. Chronicle. He's done a column. He's done a column for for decades. And it was like the word on the street sort of column. So he's a real hipster. Like, look, he's dressed very hip. Like he talked to Jack Kerouac yeah. and all type of horseshit. Like the dude was been back in the day journalist just Carl he came up with Baghdad by the Bay yeah. he also mm-hmm. pushed he also pushed this don't call it Frisco kind yeah. of renaissance yeah. that uh, started well, Jack back Jack Kerouac called it Frisco uh, mean, people no no it. but a, a lot of the things you would consider San Francisco-isms Herb Kane. Uh-huh. Yeah, has okay. a fucking heavy hand in yeah. some sort gotcha. of way. His column was like the so, uh, Joey uh, Adams. Being, being like, yeah, being like uh, the, you know what, uh, like a Walter Lippmann 
yeah. of the San Francisco Chronicle, sort of, the, in a way. He's really, like, the face and really, like... The New York How Post. How appropriate he was in this film. Yeah. He's like New York Post. He's Joey Adams. Yeah, that's what's really cool about this. That's, you know... Or Sydney Adams. That's the nice say. thing about watching a movie like this. Why I love seeing, like, weirdos, you know, sidebar movies. He, oh, so this is a classic because San you'll end up apartment. fucking around and running into... Right. Stuff exact like this, right some people. weird interview uh, from 1970 with Herb fucking Kane. See, look at this. He guy. loves chronic. <laughs> yeah, he well, Herb Kane's style was elliptical. He would say like, uh, George the Smith of San Francisco writes, "Hey Herb, I saw these guys smoking yeah. cigarettes outside, and a tourist said, are they prostitutes?' Dot dot dot. This and then my Yoda speaks backwards. I think maybe sometimes because that's the way Herb. Kane kind of fucking Yeah, right. he, uh, one time in like 94, <laughs> I had a job and they said, oh my God, though, everyone at work was passing around a Herb Kane column and they were all laughing and I said, oh God, I don't know what this is going to be, but whatever it is, Spiegelman, fake fucking laugh. So, it, <laughs> so the item was, uh, there was a newspaper listing for a house that had a big dick. It's misspelled the word deck, a big outdoor mm-hmm. deck. And I went, <laughs> and I passed the newspaper over. <laughs> uh, so this guy is like, the, we're watching uh, young kids. Like, these are the do-gooders, right? They're here to help people. Yeah, still looks is- like fucking Anthony Edwards to yeah, me. Yeah, he does. Uh, there's that bridge. There's the tallest building in the world back then, which is a doghouse. Here's Walt Disney. Yes, hello. Welcome to the wonderful world of Disney. Yep. This guy talks about how a cop was the first one to ever turn him on to marijuana. You you saw this, Mike, right? That's right, yeah. He was saying that the cop was like, you're going to smoke it sometime, so you better smoke it now. And then he proceeded to smoke the joint with the cop, which lets me know the cop just wanted to smoke pot. But yeah, but then he took a skateboard. It wasn't cool. And you know what they did? They probably skated. Hey, man. Listen, we're seeing not the hate now. We're seeing trolleys. We're seeing right. This is this is Knob Hill. This is Knob Hill right here. This is like uh-huh. the Fairmont. This is where uh, uh, I, I I mean I don't know. Everything looks very Mad Men. Oh, so here she is. She's fucking in the. This is the middle of the movie, right? This is the girl from the beginning of the film sitting in by her tree. I really like how this thing is shot and lit, or whatever this is. This is so different. This is like the most attention grabbing thing in this whole movie so far. You know, yeah, it's, well, it's a little trippy. It's natural lighting. Yeah, you know, Jack, I, I appreciate Jack O'Connell, but he was not a cinematographer. He just got lucky here. Yeah, he got lucky, but he, he captured the moment. He doesn't really have anything. Just saying, we're watching a movie, right? Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Jack Spiegelman. With Mike Spiegelman. Jack Spiegelman. No, I know his brother Adam, but I don't know fucking right. Mike Jesus Christ, right? Right? I mean, and I don't know Adam, oh, but I know, know who he is. Adam Spiegelman, he's the host of Proudly Resents. Resents. movie podcast. Yes, that never puts out an idiot. If you go to his website... But this Christmas, if you want to check out, we're not doing Christmas movie, Carl's. I'll tell you what we'll do. You're not? Well, no. Last year on Christmas, which was a Sunday, Christmas Day, I played trailers of bad movies that always play Christmas night. And I'd like to continue that tradition. I showed 39 movie uh, trailers. The idea is that, like, uh-huh, right. because Christmas is so bad that you want to, like, get the fuck out of the house on Christmas night. Like, oh, Christmas we're... Day is over. Oh, man. We're almost matched up, man. Yeah, we're almost together. Look <laughs> I like I like the fact that you use your phone. I'm gonna do that next time so I can get the audio. Thing I've been watching, man. I don't know. I can't look that far down the pike, man. Oh. 
Wow, these guys are fucking trip. They're couch. Yeah, they. Uh, no, but I think you're right, Mike. It's 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 either pot or tripping, and we see a scene later where they're oh, tripping. Oh. I they're think tripping. They're I tripping. Think tripping. You see how yeah. slowly that guy lit that cigarette? No, she's tripping. I don't think it's her. There's another girl. She's clearly, she's tripping. We'll see her soon enough. All right. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. Okay, George is going to have a smoke. <laughs> yeah, man, at the stations, you can smoke uh, heroin, you can smoke meth, you can smoke pot, but cigarettes but is not cool. you cannot smoke cigarettes. No, not cool, man. No, fuck it. God's eye. Well, man, they're tripping. Look at this guy. He's like, I don't know what I'm here for, the gay documentary? Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, not all There set- she is. There she is. Yeah. She's clearly tripping. Um, oh, are Apple. you at 3946, 47? Yeah, 48, 9. Okay, good. I'm watching people try to eat. And by the way, eating on acid is the worst. You, I would it's recommend. Great. No, listen. It's an experience. Listen, listen to your Uncle Mike. Uh, okay. Be sure, b- before you trip, Make sure that you go order taken and put it in your fucking fridge. And then you'll have prepared meals waiting for you. And you don't have to go to a restaurant. You don't have to sit down. You don't have to order. You don't have to point. You don't have to talk. You don't have to eat in public. It's all there waiting for you at your house. So Smart. Yes, absolutely. Smart. And also don't do it because it just it hurts your body. It hurts your head. It's four it days of... of it's uh, good. Uh, it makes brain cells happen. Do it. New neural pathways. No, listen... Don't tune in. Don't drop in. Don't drop out. Drop out. No, don't drop out. Don't tune in. Uh, I'm a Dr. Anti-Leary. Well, especially if it's cut with speed. I mean, you need the real stuff, right? Delisergic acid diethylamide tartrate 25. Make sure that's what your dealer's giving you. <laughs> Look at her eyes, man. Look at oh, her eyes. my God. I can't she believe you're is, taping me. Yeah. She, no, oh, she's thinking. She's what? thinking. Uh-huh. And now what? She's going to like what she's saying. Oh, she's out. She's out. I, I have, uh, by the way, if you do hear the movie in the background, it's because it's it's George's uh, phone. Uh-huh. He's just got, so I don't know if it plays. It, there's a certain sweet spot in the studio where oh, we can listen to stuff and it doesn't back. go over the air. Hey, I'm back, guys. Well, no, I'm out of here. Oh, hey. I wouldn't call that a sweet spot. I mean, this is. Uh, hey, the grass. They cut to grass. Now, this is all Jack O'Connell trying to give you some experience. You know, you see the kite flying and stuff. Oh, that guy had a uh, puffer, had a had a vape. No one's smoking, like, pot. I guess they don't want to show it on camera. No, there, no there's... Am what? I wrong? I think that that ca- here's a picture of a cat. They're doing cats. The cats in the uh, 90s video had a lot to say. Right. Okay, so while um, while he's smoking a cigarette, maybe I'll get a word in it, Dwight. Yeah. And let me tell you that this was purchased by United Artists. So it got limited distribution, but the thing is they turned it into exploitation. And the the um, taglines on the poster I sent to you. Yeah, I saw that. Gasp at the mad orgies. Shock at the dangerous unknown drugs that destroy them. It, 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 they just turned it into exploitation, like... Like, you can come see this freak show. Well, Laugh are, at the dirt. Those are the, the movies at the time. Cool. I do recommend, recommend yeah. a movie, uh, a reference guy, a guy called Sleaze uh, Time, but he, it's a guy who has a thing of movie reviews, and he talks about hippie movies, and I actually read uh-huh. about uh, this, and this is probably the finer one he had, but the, he lists a bunch of these films, and they were all exploitative like that. 
They all kind of pushed it. There wasn't YouTube yeah. back then. You had to go to a theater and watch this shit. Well, you know, this was not made to be exploitative. Quiet. It's just I'm United totally, Artists I'm totally was like, how are you. we going to sell this thing? So they made taglines that were exploitive. But look at this movie. We're just watching fucking hippies playing bongs. Dancing, and it's like, it feels like somebody goofing around with a fucking camera just edited together. Yeah, I mean, there's like minutes of just like That's a all dance, it is. one dance. Oh, now there's... There's a bunch kids. of people being goof asses, or just being, or whatever, you know, you know, being spiritually enlightened. But it feels like a goofball holding the camera for some reason to me. Well, this is a spiritual thing. These uh, white kids have discovered religion. Yeah, I don't care. I'm talking about the guy holding the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like a goofball. I've seen more bare feet in this movie than my porn collection. I have a fetish for bare feet, Carl. It's gross. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate them, too. Grizzlies. Uh, polar. Polar. Uh-huh. I'm into. Oh, so did you hear that uh, Quentin Tarantino... It's a pretty lady. They keep holding he's on. He's calling his movie Nine because it's his ninth film, and it's also about Charles Manson, and they're releasing it on the 50th anniversary of the uh, uh, the murders. I'm so done with Quentin Tarantino. Thank you. Okay, that's all. That's all we got to say. Speaking of feet... Right. Yeah. Speaking of feet, that's how I. That's why I figured you brought him up, right? Yeah. That's so funny. Thank you, man. I had Uh, somebody had to fucking acknowledge it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my jokes aren't landing today, and I need people to explain it for the audience. I'm your friend. (laughs) So when my seats are. Do you drop that on top? Do you put this on? Do you put that on top? Okay. Cool. It's uh, It's dirty. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, shit stores. We're the only place in America that sells beads. I, I watched, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, Carl, I didn't watch 10 minutes of this film. I watched, uh, so this 10 minutes I haven't seen, but when we get Oh, to- shit. Oh, well, this is, um, a lot of the Indian music. There are kinds of drums, sitars, and... <laughs> no shit. But they're all white guys. Yeah. Okay, so here's some It priests. sounds like it. This is the hip nuns. Oh, you remember her? You were back by this point because she's. Uh, she <laughs> I like the kids. brother in the park. What's up with the with the the priest yeah, and the, the nun? <laughs> That's funny, man. She the, tries to compare herself to hippies. Um, what the hippies are doing? Do you of remember, course Mike? they are. Yeah. So I, I she starts talking fifty minutes into the movie. So we I, are I, I, with I, you. Of course, that's what they're down there for, man. So everyone's in the park and they're all chilling. We out. understand peace. Oh, here, let's, let's listen to the preach. It's going to be the best. And you see, we know there's a commonness among us. We know what we, know what we go through, don't we? That's so dumb. Oh, I was going to be uptight, but I, I'm going to have to listen to... Wait just a minute, baby. I'm going to become a, a priest and I'm going to hang out in the park with young people and he's instead gonna of giving... Fuck, you see that young little chick behind him? Yeah, the legs. He's going to fuck the no, hell of shit out of that motherfucker right I was there. <laughs> no, I wasn't going that direction. But I was going to say, like, I'm going to go and I'm going to do my stand-up act but I'm going to dress as a priest and I'll sit in the park with people and they'll be like, well, he is a man of God. I'm going to have to listen dude. to his act. And that they won't girl realize. behind them's getting so Jesus fucking deflowered. Yeah, covered her up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even have him tell his fucking story with that girl behind tell, him. I can't even tell my own fucking story. I can't even listen to him with that woman behind him. <laughs> Jesus, look at that guy's abs. 
All right, so we're both hard here in the studio. Okay, here's. <laughs> but you know, like Carl, like if you dress up as a dress. hippie, if you dress up as a priest and that you go sit you. down and you start talking, people will listen to you, right, out of respect, and mm-hmm. then you can sneak your act into it. Yeah, you got <laughs> like a captive Father audience. Yeah, Guido Sarducci. I'm well, sorry, I I I did fuck up a couple of jokes. I'm so sorry. Oh no, not at all, man. That was uh, but I, I mean, like you go. Hey, so, you know, we all have soul, we're all, I'm not uptight, we don't need to be uptight. Have you been to Costco lately? I mean, what's up with that? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> people are listening. Oh, so here's our friend. Is a statement to the rest of the world that I don't think... I love that fucking purple dress. Life, ...that there are other things that are more important <laughs> and that they can... George, when you're at church, do you just fucking creep, like, do you I just everybody? look at women's clothes. I love it. So I don't give a shit about the. What am I gonna go listen about? How I'm gonna be saved or whatever? Wah, wah, wah. I like to see what women fucking put on today. It's so weird. This is uh the talk, not the flying. Yeah, I know that thing is filthy. She's not the flying nun. She's the talking nun. She's odd, nice. She's like a super nice nun. Who like dealing with like black people since the fucking fifties when it was like against the law to deal with black people? Well, she's li- and this perfectly nice lady is just now just throwing on you know fucking the movies. You know, well, just, I'm sure she she's lives- just trying to just tell her fucking world. I'm sure she lives in like San Francisco where there's yeah there's pe- other people than hippie white hippies in there. Yeah, so, so she like knows the community. The 40s. She knows she knows all the priests and the and people there. So. It, uh, yeah, this 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 is fascinating to watch because I lived in the Upper Haight. I know I know this location, and it's just like I also lived in other parts of San Francisco, and I just would like the film to acknowledge it, you know. But I guess not. It's a movement, right? It's a hippie movement. Like I said, it would be it, it would be cool if it did it. The only problem with this movie, like I said, is it just it feels like it's a dude like dudes with video cameras who are just or not videos but like film cameras just kind of shooting whatever the right. fuck well, that's and they're just kind of filming well, it and stitching no, he, and real, he was and, shooting whatever but yeah. the thing is he was trying to capture a moment I get, I get that so they, that's why they, that's why the issue was <laughs> to just shoot anything that's the moment and that was the fucking problem is they just shot anything well, and I don't know if they ever scene. just where a guy's smoking pot in front of a kid. But there, I mean, I swear to God, no, even with the same movie, okay. I think if even well, if you good. took this exact same footage, I think you could stitch it together better to make it like you know what I mean, like kind of like more fucking memorable. Like you know, I don't know, I don't know. It's a great movie, but so here we have an interesting snapshot of these three girls and their conversation with the baby. Is this the time in which um, no? No, they're in the park again. Yeah, they're back in Golden Gate. Was this when we learned about how she got named today, or was that? That a was different... a little bit earlier. I think we talked over oh, okay. that part. Uh, but okay. she she met a girl named Monday. She says over the voiceover, and she said that um, she decided that day to change her name to today because Monday was such a nice person. Right, and today was so relevant to the time she was saying. What did she say in the '90s documentary? She said that the revolution fell apart because it very much got soured with drugs, and it didn't need to have. Um, she she was just bemoaning the fact that it didn't need to fall apart, and she thinks that the drugs 
and the uh, sexual revolution became exploited to dirty old men. Right. Oh, here we are back at the... Um, the squares. Uh, the, the cynical squares. Right. But this <laughs> woman and this guy are totally with the history, and they're saying... If they didn't have a job and rent to pay, they'd be down there on the street. <laughs> well, that's what we say about techie people. We say, listen, if I had tons of money from work, I'd be an asshole, too. <laughs> <laughs> this guy talks over the girl, and she doesn't seem to mind. You see, he's, he's chopping oh, up yeah, the ice. Yeah, this is a liquor, right? liquor party. And the people who serve are black. <laughs> Yeah. Back then, you had to wear a uniform, whatever your position was, right? If you were the bartender, you had to have the bartender uniform. Well, not like that today. No, bartenders, if they had a party and they had a stand, they have a uniform. Yeah, like you used to work at that catering hall. Yeah, I know. And I, and I would wear a uniform, but I, I, the, I, I bartended a couple times, but uh, we would wear and You a had to wear like a top. Yeah. Uh huh. Gotcha. I, that's yeah. the weirdest improv scene they're doing. <laughs> and it's like, Nicholson it keeps May. going on and on. Like, what the fuck? What, 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 and there's no end to the joke. It just goes. It's so weird. Did you guys uh, ever see my comedy routine? My comedy duo from the 60s? No, the, no, the like, best part of the scene is that it just stops. It's like, well, that, and Mike? that was that. <laughs> All right, George, I'm going to cut you off that? so I can get to my joke. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, I had a, a drug comedy duo uh, in the 60s. It was called Nickelbag and May. <laughs> Nickel's oh, bag. you know what, Mike? Yeah. I sh- Mike, I showed, um, I found on YouTube you with Laundry Basket, and I showed it to Keith. <laughs> he loved it. Man. Oh, that's great. Your son liked it? Yeah. Oh, Keith, yeah. Uh, my Keith boy, Smith. my 12-year-old. Yeah. Oh, and, great. And he goes, um, you were like you're like the police commissioner chewing them out. <laughs> if you make another laundry based pun, we'll, oh, he was in we'll play that. We'll play that at the end of the show. How about that? That was funny, man. Guys, I want you to still still be a hippie with us. I know it's uh, one hour into the show, but uh, we're gonna make not only the second. We're welcome to the second half of the show. We're featuring the end of this movie. Uh, laundry basket Spiegelman. Uh, we're gonna hang out with George again, and uh, thank you. We're gonna tell you what the next week's movie is uh, by we i am <laughs> now uh that's so funny dude anyway now um, um tomorrow talks about her experience she says that it was an adventure you know being in this film but it had a sour side she said she goes on talk shows on national television and it was so very exploitive the whole media attention on the hippies was like it corrupted the movement sensationalized it <laughs> so she said she was very turned off and she left the hate because it became too crazy and ugly but even by late 68 when everyone was like piling in there. Yeah, I, of course. I saw this thing where George Harrison sort of did a tour of the place. And, yeah, you know, this, know. This, it's interesting because it's like like 67 and then 68, it, it, so that was it, 67. Yeah, Honestly, it's like God. anything. And then 68, it's, it's gone. Yeah, like anything, especially in San Francisco. Think of anything like famous that you liked before when you like got in on it early, right? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, oh, by the time it got to blank, it turned to blank. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's exactly that's just all she's okay, saying so this with the, the hippie shit. The drugstore charges fifty cents right. minimum wage per hour, so everyone hangs out outside. But it's open till yeah. four in the morning. That's crazy. Now she open will be um, panhandling on the street. I know you this is a fucking awful scene. scene. Yeah, I saw. And I gotta mention, if uh, 
You should check out Decline uh, of Western Civilization Part 3. Uh, Penelope Shearer has talked about the Los Angeles uh, homeless kids, the gutter punks, as you were. And they talk about spang, like spare change, and, and, and how, they, how people, they approach people and how they have to kind of insult you to keep you engaged and all this stuff and just to survive. And yeah. uh, when she does on the street cringe, this guy makes me cringe because he's sitting he's it's sitting tight. on the sidewalk next to a fucking apartment underneath an apartment that could hear him talk, and he's put all his fucking hash pipes on the sidewalk, and he's explaining how to smoke it. You know, people fucking live on that street. It was kind of I lived in the hate. You can, you hear those guys. You hear people talking all the time, and especially if they're sitting outside your house. There, conservative Mike speaks up. Old man Spiegelman. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fucking kids, get up. They did. They passed a law. and. Uh, uh, I got to get out of here. Fucking conservative. Mike, No, George, where are you going? George, oh, yo, yeah. me. George, you got to sit through the rest of the movie. So here's I'm that scene kidding. in which she's panhandling. up for half a cigarette. All right. I'll be right back. Okay, she's fair change. And look, he, there's a... And everybody says no. Right, because it's fucking hate street. Yeah, very good. No, because it's Hate Street. Everyone is, is hippies. And what's up with this guy following him around? She she asks, right? But this guy just follows her with a fucking hard on. Now, um, there was the Grateful Dead came out of the most famous Latino ever came out of Hate Ashbury. Carlos Santana. Uh, no, uh, Jerry Garcia. Okay. That joke never hits, man. I think that's so funny. Like, his name is, like, Hispanic, and he's not. But I, I, oh, all right. That okay. joke has died open, like, <laughs> I, I, it never... Did you notice uh, that... It's, it's not good. But I think it's funny that his name is so similar to Cherry Garcia Ice Cream. Like, did he do yeah, that intentionally? What are the odds? <laughs> what a coincidence, right? Yeah. And I'm addicted to oatmeal through chance. Yeah, what's up with laundry the seed, basket, Carl? You're in hot water. <laughs> laundry basket. We'll play that. Well, right now we're watching oatmeal. Oatmeal, you're in hot water. Literally. She's talking about like her boyfriend has yeah. this oatmeal diet and she has to make no, him oatmeal. No, she was saying she loves oatmeal because it's cheap, it's filling, it's healthy, and she keeps her away from meat. Oh, what? that makes sense. That's... Yeah. yeah. Look at that view. That's down north. That's north of Well, the she's now in the Redwood yeah. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. You remember, she is an all-girls fan. It's pretty cool. She went to the uh, Redwood Forest. You, you remember that scene? That's where the sleeping occurred. Oh. And and we see a shot of the bay and the and the um, and the bridge. Oh, so and now. That's, yeah, I think we're getting. So she, I guess we're getting close to the scenes where it's the naked beach. But yeah, they, they have some uh, like uh, John Muir Woods or whatever up there. There's a lot of nakedness. There's, well, oh, this is the old girl band right now. Yeah, and it's really great. She really, really rocks out. Today, it's all about dancing. and I mean, back then, it was you were really a singer-songwriter. You really had to have talent. Right. Unlike today, in which you really have to be able to dance. That has to be your talent. I really dislike that about our... It started with, like, Madonna and stuff. I really dislike that. It's like, I can't do music, even though I'm a musician, so I'll just dance. And oh, she's I talking. like this one. She is deep. You know, George cannot appreciate this time. He just wants to laugh at it and spin everything to the ridiculous. But they were in the heat of the moment. That's they a were... really cool song. 
they were really experiencing something that was fresh and new, you know? And I'm fascinated by this film because you get to be there for, you know, less than an hour, but... So this, you would rec- this is a theatrically released movie, you're saying? But it's a fly on the wall. It's really cool. I get that. That's yeah. for sure. You're now, like a fly was, on the wall documentary. Like like I said, it feels like these guys just had a camera kind of futzed around. Yeah. There's hippie hell behind them. They but, did. But like, you know, that's why I say it's like it's charming in that way that it's kind of futzy. George, would you go to a movie theater and pay money to see this and sit down among people and watch this film? In 1969? Yeah, yeah, sure. Right? For Fuck yeah, I would. Yeah. I mean, like, if I lived in Michigan like I used to in uh, Ann Arbor, I for sure would fucking go see this movie. Absolutely. And you, that's what's happening out there, man. This is like right. the, these are Not like, that's like the YouTube city. of the time or yeah. some shit. It's like yeah. showing you the what's going on in your world. Holy shit, man. I'm out there for sure. Carl, would you recommend I this movie? I give my little, my little fucking 50 cents or whatever it cost back in the day. Yeah, very cheap. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> would you recommend this movie then? Like, this is one of your favorites, Carl? Uh, I would... I, no, no, no. I I'm, would recommend this movie if someone wanted to spend the afternoon in 1967 and see what was going down. For no, sure. I, it's not one of my favorite movies, no. Right. No, fuck no. That was uh, uh, The Inner Sunset they were watching. You know what it kind of reminds me of, oddly? Just if, if I if I may, yeah. But downtown 1981 with John Michel Basquiat. Oh it yeah. It kind of reminds me of that kind of same fly on the wall. It's not really a movie, but it's kind of a movie kind of horseshit. You oh, know what pot, I mean? Pot. He was banging pot. It just sort of follows the the yeah. scene of the city at the time. It's the history with that a camera it. kind of futzing around. You know what I mean? It's like it's really it's it's. It's interesting oh, as oh, hell, speaking of which, but I don't know if I'd oh, ever, I don't know if I'd ever, you know, yes, it's a movie by definition. It's moving pictures. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> so this is Thomas K. Hill, please. Yeah, this is the law. I shut up. You have to take into consideration that basic to many of the problems that we are confronted with. So this guy's like a real asshole. A breakdown in well, he appreciates the hippies at the end. Like, he starts out DNA. that way, but if you listen to him, he's supposed to talk about those things. Uh, you're antiquated and you belong to an age that's past when you do this. See, he's saying, look, his badge is awesome. Oh, oh, have a second now. oh I have to speed mine up. Right, check this out. So now we're on the beach. This is, this is the naked this beach. Baker beach. Boobs. Okay, one, two. Yeah, two boobs. Two boobs, yes. And, uh, oh, she's talking about how she likes to swing. Oh, couples shit. Only. And then they're, it's crazy, right? They're going in the water. It's fucking freezing. Oh, dude, you know that's how they sold the hell out of this movie. You know how many yeah. fucking bump, 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 bump shots they had of this shit? <laughs> that's how they sell you like. You know, um, you know, obviously, you know what I'm saying? They had to sell something bodacious, and well, it had to be this, this blonde this bitties. Is, this beach has always been the naked beach in, the, in, the, in San Francisco, and she's talking about how these sex parties, you have to be couples. Right, got to be couples so it doesn't get overrun by dirty old men. Right. It doesn't get too, like too guy. weird, weird. But that's true here. Like, this is a real place today? Yeah, yeah. so this day you could, you're still go naked in this area. Yeah. Okay, this, Mike, I'm coming out to visit you in May. <laughs> Would you please bring me Let's to go. This we'll place? go to It's uh, Baker Beach, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. you nailed it. Yeah, uh, Bay Guardian, which closed after 40 years, that was a hippie paper too. They would have an I annual. God damn it! Uh, Nobody uh, believe me. I'm sorry. I love Mike Spiegelman to death, but the last thing I want to do is see him naked. Well, <laughs> oh no, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it, all right. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, I'm sure, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is what, that. That's the reason why people don't go to nude beaches. <laughs> Oh, it's an exclusive club, yeah. of for sure. Oh, that look at oh, that! Look at naked that. ladies. Nice. And but it's always clean, kind of in that way. You know what I mean? Because they watch out for each other. Everybody's got each other's backs. They're uh, on a swing, naked. That's so gross. Ish. I know it is. It is. They're sitting on the uh, sand. <laughs> and they get hurt Muffs so out. easily. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> swinging on a rope naked must hurt. You yeah, think? you can scratch. Yeah, your hands. Nah, get maybe a rope swing though, right? When you got the little wood bottom. Talk about splinters. When the wood gets warm with the sun. Talk about splinters. Splinters. Swing, yeah. They're swingers. Literally swingers right now. Yeah, yeah but the wood. The wood's all warm from the sun, so you sit yeah. your fucking ass on it. You know what I mean? I hope I wiped enough today. <laughs> Just kept swinging. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, it's free love. Yeah, there's a lot of weird rape culture stuff from the hippie free love movement. No, he's saying the opposite, Mike. He's saying, oh, no, well, yeah, he's, he's addressing it. Yeah, I understand. Here it seems like Hey, baby, let's just go practice some free love. I'm going to start throwing that line out. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike. Yeah. I'm going I'm to start dating the guys right tomorrow. So, hey, guy, let me go look at you. Hey, hey, Mike, let's go practice some free love. <laughs> oh, she was tripping in that apartment. Oh, yeah. Mike, well, that's you remember her, she was tripping in the it almost she worked. Must be a friend of uh, the producer today. They ran out of hoopers. Oh yeah, maybe she's Monday. I love that goddamn haircut she's got. Yeah, it's uh, a nice bob cut. I hate Monday's. Mondays. It says so in my cubicle. <laughs> I love her nose. Yeah, she complained about that's it. That's a pretty woman. You know, I would draw her face. That's a pretty lady. With the with the the, the brown haired lady with the yeah she's cute severe part. <laughs> they uh, you know uh, I heard uh, Monday a lot of problems like her roommate wrote the song I don't like Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. And Rainy then, course, days and Mondays. Yeah, she said the the revolution ended when Garfield came out. She felt that it was personally attacked her. It was always weird to me. It's like how many people's like fucking moms and dads these goddamn people are. Yeah. Every time I watch a movie like this, like 1968, right? So like, what you're like 22 or whatever, like you know, like how many of these goddamn kids are moms and dads now? Well, it's I was born. Wild. I was born in 68. Oh, oh yeah. I'm an 80 kid. I'm a little. I'm a little younger, but yeah, oh, a lot younger. A lot younger. We. I was a freshman in high school. Wait, what year? What year were you born, George? I said 1980. I, oh, I my first yeah, video game system school. was the Odyssey 2. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> we were. I'm a. I, yeah, they, we I'm were, a pre Atari kid. 
Wars. Okay. <laughs> we were playing Pong. Whatever generation right? that yeah. means. That was the Odyssey 1. Yeah, Odyssey that's one Pong. Pong and yeah. then Odyssey 2 had cartridges. Bang, ding. You nailed it. Adventure, yeah. we played Adventure. Yeah, I like the adventure. Adventure. Oh, what a great fucking game. You know, my neighbor across the street, I went to her house and played that game all the time. Shut up. Way. Oh, that's the coolest. Yeah, that's it's fun. Cool. Yeah. I played it with her brother, too. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what are we now looking at? Uh, Druggist? He's talking about acid. Don't do it, he's saying. <laughs> Talking about acid. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't drink it. <laughs> Shit, Carl, I just fucking ate a blot. Is a blotter a lot to eat? No. <laughs> hey, I'm hungry. Eat this blotter. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? That was a blotter of acid. You idiot. Oh, I thought it was a blotter of sandwiches. Eat this blotter. Okay, man. Okay, what was it? Well, it's obviously drugs because where? What else would a blotter be? Why would I offer you food? Please <laughs> blotter. One time I took acidic acid. Yeah, what'd you think? Yeah, I spent, I, I I didn't sign up for the army. I was like, no way. Peace and love. I won't sign up for the army. <laughs> well, that's in Israel. Uh, everyone has to go into the army, but oh no shit! Yeah, no they shit. Eat them, get out yeah. of it. Yeah, that's it's funny. There. Peace and love. I'm not doing it. Oh no. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I dated a woman who uh, uh, ran. Her family uh, owns Tums. Do you know her, Ann Asset? Have you ever met her? <laughs> oh. oh my God, Mike. There you go, big Mike. He ain't leaping without fucking dropping that pun on you. Yeah, dog. I wrote that beforehand. No. <laughs> Oof. This film is like spiraling out of control. It's just Anybody. naked people walking around, kids. I told on, uh, it's just somebody fucking around with a well, damn this fucking guy camera. Is the flip side? No, no, it's not. First he showed the one guy thing. Don't do acid. This guy's the flip side thing. Definitely do acid. Oh, for sure. It's in order. No, I mean it makes sense. I'm sure it has a sort of narrative. But I just haven't been watching it close enough. I think perfect, he has like a to response. be perfectly honest, to be like, you know what I mean. Like, if I really yeah. watch it, like I used to sit and watch movies, I probably would be able to sit and tell you. Well, no, they're actually getting to a point about how enlightenment means BBC or whatever. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like they're moving towards a point. I'm sure. It's hard but to- I have not been watching it close enough because. It's so fucking, like I said, it's like this shit with these guys pointing the camera at the fucking trees. You're like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, it just feels like dudes fucking off with a camera because you have a camera instead of, but they were, hey, and you have an assignment, guy. So let's get on assignment. But, like, it, it, it's like. Those two things just knocking heads against each other the whole fucking movie. So I can't tell you really what the hell this goddamn movie's about. Well, right now he's visiting I, a It's commune. about peace. And yeah. right now he's visiting... <laughs> Man. Or, okay, it changed, but he was visiting a commune. So he was showing, like, their architecture, their artwork, the God's Eye. This place is so rare. That's what the black and white. There you go. That's what I'm saying. You know, this reminds me of a and that's, I mean, And it's all building off of other shit, though. It's like, that's smarter than the thing they were talking about before. 
But listen to this music. This is really cool. This reminds me of a Kickstarter documentary where they say the subject we're raising money for is about Dude, video games. The, and then they, this, say, they, or they say... Uh, uh, this the, music guys, yeah, uh, is like future music from 1968. Are you fucking joking? This sounds like something from 1986. It must be Steve Miller. So it, I, I'm just trying to say this is a, feels like a... Uh, one of those documentaries that they do Kickstarter where they say, we're going to talk about the Atari uh, cartridges that were buried in New Mexico. And then the film is, it's about, yeah, there was these uh, cartridges buried in New Mexico. And that's it. You don't really learn anything new. E.T. That, yeah. There's E.T., exactly. But there's nothing new. Like, if you notice, it's like an article. There's just like, here's the facts, the end. It's not like the documentary we know yeah. where something crazy happens in the middle. It doesn't follow like 17 years of something. It just happens to be, here's a topic that you know about, and we made a movie about That's it, and you paid for shit. it just to see this movie be about this topic. It's That's like you got ripped off. Yeah. I mean, you want to see a hippie movie? There it is. You want any new insight? No. You know, so you just kind of have to sit through it till the end. I don't know if you know 60s music like I know 60s music, but goddammit, this song, as I said before, is so fucking future-facing. I don't I don't even know what fucking band this is, but it's really, really good. <laughs> like, if, if nothing else, I would watch this movie just to hear these couple of tunes. There's like two or three songs on here that I've heard so far that are just like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on with this band, man? Like, well, now here in front of me, I have a listing of all the songs in the movie. Oh, okay. there you if go. You, if you know the chorus, I can tell you. Like, if you hear the line from it. That's whatever's that playing right chorus. now. The one we're in the park. Up and down the road. Up and down the road. Oh, that song too. Oh, no. Twin Peaks part of the show. <laughs> Everything's got I Twin don't Peaks. see something named that, but things are getting freaky. In I don't know. It's probably number seven or some. Now, shit. there's only three bands that are featured in this film at all: okay. Steve Miller, Quicksilver, Messenger, and Mother Earth. I bet you anything, it's a fucking Steve Miller song. Then that sound like some Steve Miller shit. Bing, ding, 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 right? Or do you think that's Quicksilver? It does have a pop construct like a Steve Miller song. Yeah. This is, we've seen this scene. We're watching Hippies again. We three bands. And there's, there's, there's a lot of music in this fucking movie. They went to a hippie picnic. For they, 60 minutes of movie or whatever the fuck it is. Mike, you it feels so the de- long. Mike, you mentioned the decline of Western civilization, but you said number three. Yeah, I mean, number, I only know one. So one the is the punk one. movement in Los Angeles. Two is the heavy yeah. metal scene in the mid-80s. And then three is about... Uh, like early 90s, these kids that are homeless, they're punk rockers and they all all yeah. uh, drink on the street. And uh, not all, but you know what I mean? Like they're on the street, yeah. they ask for change. And I was actually living in the hate, Upper Hayden uh, when the movie was released. Uh, the San Francisco premiere of that film was at the Red Vic, which is on Hate Street. And yeah. one of the things that was happening on Hate was that there were, all these kids were living homeless. Uh, living on the streets, and they, you know they had backpacks or what have you, or a dog or whatever. But they were trying to survive, and they ask you questions, and they'll sit on the sidewalk and ask for change. They hang out here, and it's all because of this hippie movement too. Like, mm-hmm. That's how it kind of kept going. But it's it, it brought them there. The documentary is good because you get to watch these kids trying to live, you know, and, and what they have to do and everything like that, and and the reason why they're a community and why they're together like that. And I ash that. I mean, I hate that. 
<laughs> Do you recommend uh, Decline of the Western Civilization 2 and 3? The oh, heavy metal in the... You, you do? Okay. Uh, I'll check absolutely. It out. Well, well, one's great. I recommend one. Yeah. Because a lot of people seem two over one. Act. Yeah. It was really good. Oh, it was fucking great. Uh, fucking Henry Rollins shows up. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Any A and R people in the audience, don't die. I would check out uh, if you because a lot of people have seen two, the heavy metal year, the heavy uh, which is that's back. a funny movie. Yeah, but have you seen one? That's the only one to watch. That's what I'm saying. One is amazing. That's a classic film. But one is amazing. And yeah, she, that's why that lady ends up fucking directing a lot of her other really cool movies. Oh, yeah, Penelope Spears. Penelope Spears is Spears. the shit. She's my favorite director. She, they just you know what's two. really funny? Before she directed that, you know what she did a lot of? What? Was those uh, SNL uh, ones. Like the uh, graveyard John John Belushi shit, remember? Like yeah. when he's with the to Gilda, the whole thing. She tells a story. She did a shit ton of like yeah, like uh, SNL feature shorts or whatever, you know, before she ever even got into directing. I heard her on the Mark decline Martin of show. Western civilization. She said that, uh, uh, Lauren Michael said, "Can you train Albert Brooks on how to make films?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You fucking, you know it. Yeah, oh, she's. I think she's one of my favorite directors. She taught, Absolutely, she's one yeah. of my favorites. She's the best. And uh, certainly underrated or underknown. Maybe showed, last night at TCM they showed Dudes from '87 with John Cusack. Now, yeah. Oh, I end. used. To, I have that on video. End. I used to watch that all the time. All right, so here we are. We're beginning <laughs> at the end. Yeah, we're beginning at the end. It's wow. like a Quentin Tarantino film. Like uh, Fitting Its Weight by James Joyce. This this film, I don't know what was added to the version I saw. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done with this movie. Uh, holy cow moly. Well, yeah. we've got eight more seconds left. But uh, I hope you enjoyed it. A little oh, bit we're history. back. Oh, we start up, We end on this starting shot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Stupid. ahead and find Laundry Basket and Spiegelman. Uh, while we Thank talk. you. It was, Do oh. the police commissioner one. It was so nice to hear from you. You're like one of the coolest people ever. Laundry basket, yeah. I can't even know if she can hear me. Yeah, Carl, I can you? To know Carl. She, oh, I do hear you. I was just saying it was one of the nicest pr- peoples to listen to. You're one of the nice people to talk to. You're Excellent. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Super and Laundry cool. Spiegelman is not too bad either. Oh, Mr. Spiegelman's the uh, kind of amazing. Uh, so, you know what? I want to, uh, I know what movie we're going to do, but do you want to watch Laundry Basket and Spiegelman? Laundry yes. Basket and Justice? Yes, I do. Okay. And boy, we got- oh boy. Hey, I don't know about that theme song guy. All right. How so- long do you need your theme song, man? I remember when it was just like, let's watch I know. a really- movie. Yeah. Right. The last theme song was so very long. You're right. Oh, Okay, so here we go. We're going to listen to Laundry Basket and <laughs> And I think you sang it, and it was amazing. <laughs> By the way. Uh, for a while, I was in a sketch comedy duo, a, a, a comedy duo, and I performed as a straight man Christ. for a laundry basket. So here we are. We're pitching, actually, a show. A this is why show. everything runs along. Laundry Basket of Justice! So it's Laundry Basket of Justice. Is it who's on first? What do we search for? <laughs> laundry basket and speak laundry basket justice. Get in my office! Yeah, this is the one, yeah. Laundry basket of justice. <laughs> of course I wanted to see you detect the laundry basket. Why else would I bellow? Detect the laundry basket! Get in my office! Now shut up, detective! You're in hot water! Oh, laundry basket! I am up to here with your stupid 
Alright, so you know what? We got it. This is Laundry Master Speaking One. This is a performance uh, we did back in 2002 for 2012, excuse me, at the San Francisco Sketch Festival. And if you want to see it, uh, it's on my YouTube channel, Mike Spiegelman, or AKA slash uh, Luggage Tuesdays. And it's called Laundry Basket and Spiegelman and Laundry Basket of Justice. We're going to cut there. Uh, that's a pretty fucking. Uh, well, thanks. I'm glad your son enjoyed that. And yeah, we did. Yeah. So let me tell you a story. I. Uh, I have that um, my Twitter avatar is Lonely Rescue and Spiegelman, and America's Got Talent contacted me, gosh, I would say two years ago around uh-huh. the 2014 Sketchfest. And uh, they said, We're doing this audition. Uh, we'd like you guys to go. And contacted me through Twitter. And I went, and Carl, we just did Who's On First. We didn't do, we, we did the uh-huh. routine. Shut we up. didn't do Laundry Basket Justice because we were just <laughs> performing as a duo. And I yeah. should have, we should have done it. Because she said, Yeah. Because we went into, I did it, and she said, oh, "Yeah, we never saw anything like this before." Oh, that's too bad. You know, um, the thing is, uh, Keith knows that who's on first day, yeah. and he was laughing at that too. Well, you know, sometimes I mean, we have our chances, and yeah, you know, I should have, I should have gone for it a full force. So I, re- I resent that. I regret that. Yeah, so I resent regret that and regret that, yeah. that. No, I resent it. Yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, I resent that. <laughs> so, uh, well, if Waterman's a hit, yeah. I will make. Waterman fight laundry basket. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, laundry, not Spiegelman, just the laundry basket. I don't. I'll, maybe I'll be in the background. Uh, so Carl actually has this thing called Waterman, and we all root for it. And uh, I don't know. I sent you the latest dailies. Yeah. We're in production. Yeah, I'm watching the dailies. It's great stuff. I'm, I'm, I, yeah. I haven't. I haven't seen the Office one, but I, I, I love everything. Else. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No, no, gotcha. I just kind of got it through. Uh, but uh, George, so I wanted to. Uh, we have a movie next week. And I actually want to announce the movie. Uh, what what what, are we, what what's coming up next week, man? So uh, I like to keep the movie a secret. That way, you don't watch it in advance. Oh, man. But Carl likes to know in advance because he likes to watch it in advance. So yeah. If oh, you don't want to know on. the movie, goodbye. Thank you. Turn just delete the video, uh, the podcast. Spoiler All right. alert. We're gonna watch a movie called My Science Project. I found a clean copy <laughs> on YouTube. Finally, it's been all those awful bootleg versions. Here we and, go. Uh, of course, who hasn't run into so many fucking awful bootleg versions of my science project. No, I'm serious. You're searching and searching in these goddamn bootlegs of my science project. You keep stumbling over them. Now, in 1985, there was uh, Weird Science and Real Genius. Yeah. And there was a third science teenage movie called My Science Project. I know this fucking movie. I've seen it a hundred times. Yeah, and it's awful. Yes. This was the loser of the... But of course, <laughs> this is the weird movie, like out of left field. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. It, it? Yeah, it's funky. It's yeah, a it's, funky movie. Like, who invited this movie to the part of the science? The Disney? Science I, was that fucking Disney? Isn't it? Yeah, like, I think it was a Touchstone film. Um, ding, yeah, ding. I'm telling you. <laughs> and it has Fisher Stevens and uh, Dennis Hopper. Oof. And it's from the director who did Teddy Rex or Theodore yeah, Rex. Yeah. Oh, Goldberg that's movie. his first movie. This yeah, is his first movie. His first movie. He wrote the screenplay. Have you ever seen the last action? Hero? Oh, no, the last Starfighter. I've seen all both yeah, of those the movies. <laughs> so it's a kid who plays video games so well. Aliens yeah. recruit him yep, yep, to, to fight yep, aliens yep. as a test. That's this movie. The mobile home. The yeah, mobile so he game. leaves his mobile home. So he, the he you nailed it. You've the, seen it too. The screenwriter makes a movie called My Science Project. Then he makes a movie uh, called Theodore Rex. In the future, walking animated dinosaurs 
uh, partner up with our, our live in society dinosaurs uh, and Whoopi Goldberg's a future cop who you has, talk about a weird con- contractual fucking yes, yes. so she, her partner Oof. is a talking dinosaur and the only reason that Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> made this movie and it was never theatrically released it was released in, with much fanfare on home video and it became the most expensive flop on home video because of the fact that it was a, supposed to be a theatrically released movie and at the time uh, that was, that held credence someone talked to her kid in day school or something like that no Whoopi Goldberg was locked into a contract and she was just having kind of a slide in her career at the time so before she had done Sister Act she just happened to have signed the fucking contract and whatever the fuck that yeah. movie's called and then she had to make the motherfucker and but it was like for like weirdly like 20 million dollars something like no it was like two million dollars it was some insane amount of money yeah and like it it, everything got held up she didn't want to do the shit she didn't want to dress in her costumes they fucking (laughs) changed the fucking script like halfway through the movie yeah it's just the whole shit just gets really weird it's it's on YouTube. My brother Adam uh, talks about it and probably resents. And I'm on that show. Yeah, talk about yeah, that movie. And, yeah. Uh, how, there you how did go. this get made? Also covered it. Did a great yes, job covering that's that. A, that's a really good. That's a uh, nice clean so that's version the of how yeah. to fucking watch it or find out the back history. So, but it's all I fucked Dennis up. Dennis Hopper all over it. Yeah. So I, Carl, I just I just mentioned that the director the made director got fired or some shit. That's the last movie he ever made, and he's out of the public eye yeah. ever since. And oh. he's actually a, rec, a recluse or like people. Recluse. Yeah, People like the one thing, like if you ever ask him about Whoopi Goldberg, it's like, yeah, she's a motherfucker. And but you're like, Jesus Christ! When I think of Whoopi Goldberg, which is weird, I think of Whoopi well, like just live in no, concert. She's, she's great, but the, the issue was that Boxing Helena was a film that uh, David Lynch's daughter directed, and she had Kim Basinger, uh, Basinger. Uh, uh, as the lead, and she bowed out, and they sued yeah. him, Basinger, for yeah. so much money that she had oh. to star in this movie. Otherwise, that cost her an arm and a leg. Yes, right, because it was about a guy <laughs> who amputated people. Uh, <laughs> amputates her, so she lost an arm and leg in that. So she had to star in this movie, otherwise, be sued out of oblivion. And that was the same instance with Whoopi Goldberg with this movie, and that movie. The director disappeared. But this is his first movie, so we want to check it out. And by the way, the- Theodore Rex is a fucking train wreck. It's one of the most... <laughs> yes. It's really just brutal. <laughs> so yes. it'll be interesting to see the first movie he's made. Oh, oh and by the way, the movie is garbage, right? <laughs> he's, well, he no makes shit. choices. Because uh, we'll never cover it because it's well covered already. But yes. there's one scene where these two guys are talking in a, in a corner, in yeah. an alleyway. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, it looks like the corner where like a, a dead end in the street. And they stop talking and they look up. Well, they look kind of at the camera, but the camera pans up to the next scene, the exterior of the next shot. It was like a set, like a pretend stage set. And then the way that they cut to the next scene is they just lift the camera up and then there's the scene behind it. So let's say the next scene is the White House. They created a street scene in front of the White House, shot it like it was a street scene, then revealed the movie set. And then behind it was the White House. That's what they did. Basically, interesting. This director, it's so weird. We're just trying to cut corners, big dog. We're trying yeah. to get. We're I'll trying be to creative. It's it's like French intellectualism. We're just moving along. You ever watch? <laughs> you ever watch like a, a special effects? And he his special effects in the future, they're animation. So when he pans up to the city 
It's not computer generated. It's a cartoon ah, to yeah. save money. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's because it's from like the dinosaurs yeah. crew or whatever. I know it's from Jim. Jim Henson did like the whatever their fucking company. Oh yeah, Henson. It's did like it. the last fucking one of the last projects they did before he died or like right with like when he was dying. Yeah, it's right around that. It's time. a brutal movie. So we're curious to see. Uh, we're I'm curious to see. I've heard about my science project. I read about it in Psychotronic Video. You've never seen it. Oh man, it's so goofy. That's ass. part of the hook of that my motherfucker show. used to be on like television like all day for. Oh like, yeah, Touchstone Pictures has always been on cable. No, oh, yeah, yeah, it's that Disney shit, man. I'm telling you, man, that motherfucker. My my, what do you call it? My favorite fucking project. My science project. My science, my science yeah, project. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right, so that'll be next, yes, so oh, that'll be next week's show. So. You, you guys are going to love it. it. You guys are going to love it. Carlos, who's when the director? When was George and Wolfgang? That's on Sundays, you said? What is it? George and Wolfgang. Oh, well, George and uh, uh, Wolfenstein. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, excuse me. It's on Sunday. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, George and uh, oh, yeah. Paralegal Jeff. <laughs> the show's on 10 a.m. on Mutiny Radio. Uh, yeah, Pacific it's really. Uh, that's how long I've been here. And you know what? I gotta. I. You know what? One you gotta get behind me if I gotta ask your uh, your your partner buddy for two fifty for a taco across the street. I haven't eaten <laughs> all fucking okay. day. I think that's my cue. Um, yeah, here Carl, we go. Yeah. Any big shows you got coming up? Boom, Anything boom. people can see you before next week? No, I Good. just everything I'm concentrating Great. on Waterman yes. and <laughs> just looking forward to seeing you and Meg. All right, so sounds good. We're going to Baker's Beach where there's water and nudity. Uh, George, well, where can people find you? You can find me down here at Mutiny Radio fucking around on Fridays doing the Mutiny Open Mic. It's really fun. Or down there on Sundays. And you have, people should follow your, subscribe to your podcast. No, don't, don't follow me. Oh, don't touch me. All don't right. touch my body. We'll just be here on fucking <laughs> Friday nights, B. Sounds if good. If you want to be here, we can have fun doing that. All right, what about you, Mike? I have nothing exciting this week. I do have a New Year's Eve show at the Layover in Oakland, and I am doing a uh, last Friday of this month here at Mutiny Radio. I'll be on Pam Tax 6 Comedy Clubhouse for My Regrets Fantastic. of 2017. I get to there say what go. my regrets of the year were. Uh, and He's uh, going to make Jonathan work the door. Yeah, no, <laughs> I won't be watching. I'll, no, I'll, I'll watch the door, and then I'll get on stage. And I'll say, <laughs> hey, guys, you probably recognize me as the guy who took your money. <laughs> All right, so let's end up with a laugh. Thank you so much, George. Thank you so much, Carl. Uh, thank, you. thank you, audience, for just following us. We appreciate it. We want your love. and uh, Not anymore. Bye. All right. Right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and waves. Champagne tickles my nose. I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with more.
Are ye on a raft, a podcast without a pedal? Are ye hungry for podcasts? Well, me and Chester Cashcock. I'm here, uh, my name is uh, Scurvy Face McRat Shit, and I'm here with Chester Cashcock. We're just chilling here on Muni Radio. We're going to listen to the recording of The Great Difficulties here. has already been done before, and there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right thing to do, and viewers like you.
Mayhan. Well, this is Endless Audio Entertainment. It is our scathing two-hour ripos against podcasts. We are so fighting mad, we're going to take them down a notch. You know, we're like Bow Wow Wow in 1981 with your cassette pet. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. We want candy. We want candy. Oh, yeah. We don't care if we're 12 years old. She Whoa. was 14, right? Yeah, I yeah, don't know. No, I think 12 is a little pushy. stuff about her being naked. We've gotten. Have you ever gotten naked on stage? Uh, well, I've gotten naked at parties, and it was like a stage at the time because I, had, my big ego turned every party into a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm at a party. Uh, hi, welcome to my party. My name is Mike. Hey, I'm Colin. It's great to be here. Hi. Oh. You know, this is a. Uh, oh, you want to do that? Well, I mean, what do you think? Should we start? Into All right. This? So yeah. So we uh, we we're gonna start I'll some sketches. song. I'll do okay. Hello, welcome to Roundtable Roundtable, your podcast for intelligent roundtable conversation. I'm your host, Mike Spiegelman, and I'm with a lively crew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lol <laughs> kick. Uh, why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves and what we do here at Roundtable Roundtable. Uh, I'm Colin Mahan, and I write Twin Peaks recaps for the Roundtable Roundtable website. Hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm Mike Strong. I'm a millennial. <laughs> uh, I'm a loser nobody with a podcast. Ouch. I'm his co-host. Hey, I'm Tom Arnold. No relation. I host a sports show on CISO. Hi, I'm Tom Arnold. Also no relation. I'm a social media influenza. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Tom Arnold. <laughs> Real Tom Arnold. Greetings, fellow Earth nerds. For I'm Justine, and I interrupt nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nita Nitro, or if you're listening to the podcast, you might know me as Chicken Seven. It's a reference to episode nine, two, three. With that, <laughs> I love references. I'm Judas Iscariot. I'm going to make thirty coins of silver. And I'm Judas's best friend, Jesus Christ, BFFs. Oh, Jesus, see you tonight. Hi, I'm a Trump voter, and I, I can say that because this is a podcast and you can't see my face or punch it. I'm Professor X. No, not from the X-Men movies. I'm spelled E-C-K-S. I was in Ballistic X versus Sever. And I'm Mike Spiegelman. And that's all the time we have for Roundtable Roundtable. I'll see you next time. And I'm Colin Mahan, character, getting the last word on this podcast sketch. See you next time. Stay tuned for Wow Knowledge. Why you would stay tuned for a podcast? It, I don't know. That's not how they work. The podcast that takes talks about science in a way that's made up and totally wrong. And I'm getting the last word, telling you to stay tuned for Wow, it's knowledge. It's Wow knowledge. Pow Wow knowledge. Wrong. It is wrong. That's the premise. Stay tuned for Wow knowledge. Last word. Theme song. <sighs> no, that's a sound effect. The theme song sound effect. I know, but we don't have any sound effects, so I'm getting the last word by saying theme song. Oh, the last word? Just play the theme song. I got the last word, but you got the last noise. Win, win. 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 It's time for Win, Win, the podcast that tests your knowledge about things you shouldn't care about. Who did Larry Burnside marry in the third season of Heliport? How many different scarves did Gloria Stanish wear in Cracker Mansion? What diner did Brett visit in Nightville? Which Irwin Allen? How many radio hits? Captain Blazeheart? Family Dancers? Michael T. Wintergarden? Space Train? Police Station Willie? Bah!
and everything in between. From the minds that brought you yell faces, the roundtable of inarticulate yelling about barely formed thoughts. Your opinion is idiotic, and I will not use any means necessary to make you seem bad. Don't you even think you can disrespect me, you piece of shit jerkock. I am so mad at you. I don't know. I'm mad at you. Well... I'm mad at all of you. How dare you all have opinions that differ with mine? I am livid! Wait, everyone, are we even listening to each other at all? Ah, ah, I'm Brett Basinger, CEO of Audioblab. The views expressed on Yellfaces don't reflect the values of this web hosting platform, or some of them do but not the ones that might turn off the largest part of our audience and trigger a boycott. Our mission is to disrupt the cha- and li- disrupt listening and change the world into a place where you believe we're a moral company that will stand for something. Audio Blabs at the subsidiary watcher. Like watching TV? Well, now watching TV got more control thanks to Watcher, the content streaming service that forces you to log in to see your favorite shows. Watch with Watcher and no other way. Listen, and while you're a watcher, you'll need to listen. The audio, audio delivery services that let you continue hearing sounds for a low monthly fee. Upgrade to premium to unlock more. And don't go hungry. Join Eaters, the app service that will allow you to keep lawfully receiving foods within the parameters of the new corporate government. From the makers of Nottis, the reality augmenter that removes the need to perceive your surroundings. And Livin, the lifestyle efficiencyzer that streamlines your reality and removes undesirable elements from your understanding. Part of the Boxin suite. Boxin. The virtual organizer that microstreams your experimentation by forcing you to sit motionlessly and use nothing but apes. And your information is safely captured. <laughs> and your information is safely captured for our use in U-Vault, where even you will need special permission to access yourself. You're just an inconvenient waypoint between your information and us. We are you, U-Vault. Blip, blip, chirp, blip, 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 chip, chirp, blip, blip, chirp. Blip Chirp is the sponsor of Wow Knowledge, the podcast of breathless, questionable knowledge spouting. Wow, wow knowledge. knowledge. Wow, it's fun to be smart. Wow, wow knowledge. It's fun to feel smart. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Mac, I had a serious question as I was getting ready for this week's podcast, and I am just <laughs> snickering about it as I charmingly tell you this anecdote. <laughs> Caleb. What was the question? You know, I'm just chortling audibly at myself and to myself as I think of what I could be and how charming and interesting I am when I talk on our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Mac, I agree. I just think it's charming to laugh at my charming voice without me even knowing what I'm about to say. (laughs) Oh, Uh, that's how I give up. (laughs) <laughs> what what was your question about? <laughs> that's what the, that's what this week's show is about, Mac. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> is that about your question or, or or giving up? It doesn't matter. It's about us talking and laughing in our own charming voices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what if happens if I combine laughing with giving up? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent question. Well, you might. Think Think uh-huh. You'd get a Dino Crambler, but you'd be wrong. Ah, Dino Crambler! Uh, I'm 
Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Oh, okay. <laughs> why don't we uh, take a quick break? Because yeah, we, we, we want to just uh, let our audience catch up. Yeah, we're going to catch up. Uh, we are the Great Difficulties. Uh, we. Endless audio entertainment. We are making fun of podcasts for the two-hour broadcast. Yeah, well, two full hours. Two full hours. Which is a lot of content, but hey, yes. I think we can do it. And the reason why I wanted to slow things down is as we just spent 15 minutes worth of content in seven minutes. <laughs> if we're lucky. You know, Mike, if you slow down content, what you get yes. is a delightful kind of a twisted little transformational hybrid of funny and not funny. What do you think of that? By slowing down the pace, yes. you can reflect along with your audience. Uh, my case. Oh. They, we both reach a middle point. So the audience has to kind of follow along and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke